When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Long Acres Finance Channel. Today we will see a dividend showdown between the two largest home improvement retailers, Home Depot and Lowe's. Both companies have outstanding track records in terms of total returns and as dividend growth stocks. But I want to dig into the details to see which of these stocks has a better dividend track record. A better dividend track record could be defined in many ways. So I'll approach this comparison from a few vantage points to show you which company was better depending on how you invest and your investing goals. And at the end, we will take a quick look into the future to see how each stock is valued today and what may lie on the horizon. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to leave a like and join this dividend community by subscribing to the channel. Okay, we will start off today by reviewing 30 years of dividend growth history for each company and comparing them side by side. Afterwards, I'll run a few backtest models to see which stock was a better investment from a dividend perspective and break down the results for you. Jumping in our time machine and heading back to 1992, the year the first text message was sent and Home Alone 2 hit box offices. I know that might make a few of you feel old, but I too vividly remember the year 1992. What I don't remember is being interested in Home Depot or Lowe's, or dividend investing for that matter. By this time, both stores had already been around for a while and both paid a small but growing dividend stream to early investors. Adjusted for all of the splits during the past 30 years, Home Depot paid an annual dividend of 1.83 cents per share and lows of 1.75 cents per share in 1992. If we fast forward to 2022, Home Depot is projected to pay $7.60 in dividends this calendar year, and lows will pay $3.70. That's a little more than 41,000% growth for Home Depot, and 21,000% growth for lows. Pretty remarkable increases over the course of three decades. While at initial glance you may assume Home Depot had a superior dividend growth journey over this period of time, which they did, it doesn't exactly mean they were the better dividend stock to own. On an annualized basis, both companies have wonderful dividend growth track records. Home Depot has an annualized dividend growth rate of 22.26% during the last 30 years, while Lowe's growth rate was 19.54%. This small, not even 3% difference, compounded over 30 years resulted in Home Depot growing its dividend nearly twice as fast as Lowe's, in terms of dividend rate alone. If we look at shorter time periods, Lowe's was superior during the last 25, 20, and 15 years in terms of both the total and annualized growth rates. During the last 10 years, Home Depot had a slight edge, beating Lowe's 19.95% annualized growth rate with a 20.68% annualized growth rate. The past 5, 3, and 1 year periods hands down go to Lowe's. If we look at all 30 individual years, each company had a higher dividend growth rate 15 times than its competitor. Lowe's has bested Home Depot for the last 2 years with 24% year over year dividend growth in 2021 compared to just 10% for Home Depot. And in 2022, provided neither company will raise its dividend again, Lowe's will have a 32% growth rate, while Home Depot will only have a 15% growth rate. To summarize the results, Home Depot edged Lowe's slightly over the past full 30 years. But Lowe's has rewarded shareholders with higher dividend growth more recently. Let's take a look at how this translates into actual dollars and cents. So Home Depot has grown its dividend rate faster than Lowe's. But this doesn't necessarily mean more dividend income in shareholder pockets. It's the relationship of the dividend rate to the share price, or the dividend yield, during the past 30 years that dictates how much dividend income each company would have generated. For the first scenario, I tested how a one-time lump sum investment on September 1st, 1992 would have performed without dividend reinvestment. 
Adjusting for stock splits, $10,000 invested into Home Depot would give you about 1,083 shares of the stock. The same 10,000 invested into Lowe's would give you about 8,648 shares. The most recent dividend payments for each of these positions would have been as follows. Home Depot paid its most recent dividend in June, and in this example, the total payment would have been approximately $2,058. This would give us roughly $8,200 in annual dividends going forward. Not bad, that's 82% of our original investment returned to us in one year through passive dividend income. Lowe's paid its most recent dividend in August, and in this example, the total payment would have been approximately $9,081. This would give us roughly $36,300 in annual dividend income going forward. Much, much nicer than Home Depot. In fact, this is 3.6 times larger than our initial investment into the stock. Let that sink in for a second. You would be getting 363% passive cash flow on your original investment every year, year after year, potentially forever, and likely more each year. And on top of that, you would still own a sizable number of shares of the business that you can pass down to your kids in the future. The value of the original Home Depot investment would be worth about $333,000 today, and the original investment at Lowe's would be worth about $1.7 million today. Clearly, a one-time lump sum investment at Lowe's in September of 1992 was more fruitful than an equal investment in Home Depot. In total, this investment in Home Depot would have paid you about $50,000 in dividends during the last 30 years. Lowe's would have paid considerably more, about $173,000. Something we should keep in mind here is that these results are from a specific point in time. If I opted to choose a different start date, the results could be materially different, since the share price for both stocks has fluctuated during the past three decades, and so has the dividend yield each company offered at any point in time. If we stay on the same example, but decide to turn on dividend reinvestment, the results get better, but Lowe's is still the evident winner, since the gap between the two dividend streams was too large to bridge. The final market value of the Home Depot investment would be worth about $514,000 today, or a little more than 51 times our original investment. The final market value of the Lowe's investment would be worth about $2.4 million today, or a little more than 241 times our original investment. Multiplying my money 51 times over 30 years sounds wonderful to me. I'd take this scenario blindly, not knowing what the next three decades hold in store for us. But a 241 multiple is out of this world. What this example proves is that it only takes a few, let's call them great or lucky investments, to build great wealth in the long run. The key factor is the long run, because it took three decades of patience to reach the final goal here. Given that people on average live well into their 80s now, if you're in your 20s or even your 50s, you potentially still have the time to benefit from long-term dividend growth. If you're in your 20s, you can risk more of your capital. And if you're in your 50s, you should already have more capital, so you can take the same risk but with a smaller size of the pie. Okay, so round one goes to lows, but let's take a look at this dividend journey from another perspective to see if things play out the same way. Most investors don't generally make large one-time lump sum investments, but rather invest consistently over a long period of time. So instead of a one-time $10,000 investment, let's see how investing $100 each month into each stock would have worked out. The first $100 investment into Home Depot would get you roughly 10.8 today's shares of the stock, and about 86.5 shares of lows. Over the course of this 30-year period, if you invested $100 each month, that would be a total investment of $36,000. Without dividend reinvestment, you would have about 1,202 shares of Home Depot, or about 2,991 shares of Lowe's. The most recent dividend from Home Depot would have totaled about $2,283, and the most recent dividend from Lowe's would have totaled about $3,140. So again, Lowe's has an edge on Home Depot, but the margin is much smaller compared to the one-time lump sum investment example. If we compare the total amount of dividends received from each stock, we get about $53,000 from Home Depot and about $58,000 from Lowe's. Again, not a major difference, 
but Lowe's takes the cake once more. If we take a look at the total amount of dividends received over time, Lowe's got off to an early lead, but Home Depot surpassed Lowe's in mid-2003 and held the lead till late 2012. That's pretty impressive, because Home Depot did not increase its dividend rate for two years between 2008 and 2009, while Lowe's has not stopped raising its dividends since 1992. Actually, it was much earlier than that. If we turn on dividend reinvestment, Home Depot looks slightly better in terms of total dividends paid, with about $71,700 paid since September of 1992, while Lowe's paid about $100 less. This gap will likely be much larger, since Lowe's has paid one dividend more than Home Depot since September of 1992, and Home Depot will pay its next dividend in September. I believe the difference between the lump sum and dollar cost average examples lies in reversion to the mean over long periods of time. Investing in 1992 into Lowe's was better than investing into Home Depot, but investing into Lowe's and Home Depot consistently during the last 30 years had a much closer outcome. Home Depot was more impressive in the short term, as it enjoyed a period of higher dividend growth, and Lowe's was better in the long run, as its dividend growth rate has been more impressive recently. I think I have to rule this showdown in favor of Lowe's, that overall was a better dividend investment than Home Depot under the tested scenarios. Looking at the past is nice, and can be a great motivational tool but we live in the present and our interest should be towards the future, and which dividend investment will be more fruitful going forward. So let's look at both companies today and make some forward-looking assumptions. I think both Home Depot and Lowe's are high-quality businesses that dominate their industry. I don't think either will be displaced anytime soon by a competitor, as many products they sell cannot easily be sold online. Speaking of e-commerce, both companies have robust e-commerce platforms that are growing very quickly. And anytime I visit either store near me, it is usually packed full of people, which tells me business is doing just fine. Home Depot offers a better dividend yield today of about 2.55% compared to 2.09% for Lowe's. Comparing each dividend yield to the trailing 4-year average gives us a higher discount for Lowe's of about 23%, compared to a discount of about 14% for Home Depot. Analysts are expecting Home Depot to grow its earnings at a faster rate than Lowe's, 15.7% compared to 9.4%. If we put all of this data together, we can estimate a return of 17% per year for Home Depot versus 13.36% for Lowe's, giving Home Depot a slight edge. Both return assumptions are more than I would expect to receive in terms of long-term growth in my portfolio. Home Depot's return assumption is highly based on future earnings growth, with about 70% of the return associated to this factor, while Lowe's return assumption has a higher dependence on the current valuation, with about 31.5% of the return coming from a return to fair value. Please keep in mind these return assumptions are just assumptions, and they may or may not be a reliable gauge of which investment will be better, or that either will be good at all. I own both companies in my portfolio, and I plan to hold them as long-term positions. I have added more capital to each position recently, and will likely do so again in the near future. Let me know if you enjoyed this dividend showdown, and I'll keep them coming. The second most voted showdown was Coca-Cola vs Pepsi, which I think would be cool to see. Thank you for watching and have a great rest of your day.